Hello, motherfunkers. Oh, motherfunkers. We need your help. <laughs> we do indeed. <laughs> we do. It's been a week, hasn't it? Shirley. Yeah. How's your thrush? Oh, dear. <laughs> Guys, not only do I have thrush, I've also got COVID. It's been quite a Debbie Downer this week. It's been quite a Debbie Downer. You're two dead say, ducks right there. Two dead you ducks. Your, I'll let you right off your dead duck later. Yeah, that's my annual. That's that's that's. I don't need any more for the rest of the year. I mean, <laughs> well, the pros you see, of it, let's give let's give them some background. Okay, the background is um, Shelley and I were meant to be filming on Sunday, and uh, we we got some home kits. We were about to do some kits to, to check that we weren't positive. Yeah, everything. We we're ready it. to go. The shoot was ready to go. Everyone the shoot was, was ready on to go. Standby. And on Saturday afternoon, I drove by Shirley's drive-by. I picked up a home kit and I did it in the car because I was going to my parents and also to pick up a cake. Anyway, on the way there, I looked at my husband um, and he looked at me and I said, is it done yet? What's happened? Is it negative or what? Can we keep going? And he looked like he had about 10 minutes left to live. And I said, are you all right? And he said, uh, there's a faint line. I said, oh, no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. So we got on the phone to Shirley. She she said, you better turn back 360, get another one. She's got loads of them under her bed, FYI, just in case anyone needs one out there. She'll deny it, but she's got loads of cash and loads of COVID kits under her bed. Anyway, anyway, I turned back, did a second one, complete dud. This is when I got home. The third one I did, and again, there was a faint line. So I can confirm I am, I do have COVID. The pros are the fact that it's out of the way. The cons are the fact that, I mean, there are so many cons. Oh, mainly the fact isolation that it's Isolation for you, isn't it? Well, isolation and also the fact that it's just as relentless. It's not like I get a break. It's not like I can sit back. You know, I still have to... My, the workload is just as bad. I'm still looking after a toddler. My husband's still working. I'm still on, on meals, three meals a day. Two meals a day, to be fair. So, you know, it's not like I can just... Um, people say, rest, take water, enjoy yourself. You know, you've got to get rid of it. It can last. You're going to get really ill. I don't have time. I just simply don't have the time. So, but, but I also have to be very grateful, sincerely, that I don't have a very bad strain of it. I've got a headache and I'm overcome with fatigue, especially in the mornings and at night. But on the whole, I can get on. So I am very, very grateful. And I really hope the symptoms don't get worse or indeed persist for longer than the 14 day incubation. Well, it's good to have you back. I haven't been anywhere. Unfortunately, (laughs) I haven't been anywhere. This is the first time you've actually been in lockdown. And you know what? I'm having a real difficult time with this online shopping because I don't do... I mean, I do it once a week or whatever, but I'm used to getting it every couple of days. You know, I'm used to when I order things, they come two or three days later. You're out and about. Well, all of the supermarkets are now, you know, taking at least a week. I got a delivery yesterday, finally, and the root was... The root? The fruit was rotten. So the bananas were like five big old dildos, green dildos. The grapes were just seeping. They were, they were off. You know, this is the thing. You can't, the, These perishable goods have already perished. It really winds me up. Where, where was that then? Oh, that was Sainsbury's. Taste the difference. <laughs> yeah, well, taste I mean, the difference. Yes, yes, I can. Yes, I can. No, yeah, that's no, no, no good. I won't. That's, that's the problem. That's the problem with them. Um... I mean, as I said, we don't do the supermarkets. I know you haven't done the supermarkets for a long time. You're willing partners on all sorts. But, you know, I do go and I like to touch. I like to feel. And you like to reach at the back. I do. Otherwise, and also they send you loads of produce and it's they go off the next day. But don't worry, I did get on the line this morning and I did complain. And they 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 gave me an e-voucher. But it's not the point, is it? If I can't get another delivery for the next sort of week. 
So guys, if there's anyone out there who wants to send me some fresh fruit, I'm really whacking through the pink ladies. Any sort of blueberries, bananas, my my uh, son gets through. Grapes, that's a thing. It's just things, I, you know, fresh things. Bloody annoying. Where do you get your fruit from? Or shall I ask you? I'm willing, willing. You're willing, willing. I do, I do know where we get. Uh, so we, we get our um, um, Riverford fruit and veg box once a week. Yeah, see that and, for me is just museum um, veg. It's pure museum. I looked online. I don't need I don't need the turnip. You can you can actually specify what you have. We just have what's seasonal and that's fine. Yeah, but, but the, that's only to that's only to supplement our farm job. We don't really you know, we could we could do without it really. The last time I saw veg like that was in the Rijks Museum in Amsterdam one of the big great masters. Though those big old turnips that big old um, beetroot. I don't, you know, the beetroot like that. I don't even. That's a whole day's work. Yeah, but you know what? You no, no. Jokes aside, if you put that beetroot in the oven in the morning for a few hours, just let it slow cook, and then you just have it in the fridge. You peel it, have it in the fridge. You put it into salads. You you use it for. You can put it into so many dishes. It's very versatile. The beetroot is extremely. Versatile. I don't mind it, but I just want an easy slice. I don't, you know. But sure, okay. Listen, listen, listen. I'm sure it's much better for you. But I just looked at those riverfords, etc. No, listen. And those I pears. shiver at the sight of roots. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, my, my blood is from the desert. I shiver at the sight of roots. But we have them, and we and, and the William partner does good things with them. You know, I'm being very open minded. But the rest of the shop we get from Farm Drop now, which um, I blame yes. your mother-in-law for. She put me in touch with the Farm Drop in in sort of um, indirectly. Okay. And it's just brilliant. As I say, you get all this the meat. Every packet of meat on the front, you have a picture of the farmer, and they're sort of saying, like, "Hey, this is Giles. He um he's on the Gloucestershire farm." And you know, it's just like, wow. I now know where my meat comes from, and it tells you what your calf ate that morning before it went to the slaughter. Yes, yeah, see, I don't. I, I actually went to Farm Drop. I needed some coffee pods. Only only eight pounds. Only eight pounds for ten. That's the thing. It will it will it will bankrupt you. Well, that exactly. Is that is the point, isn't it? You either wait a week and a half, get rotten produce, or you're out of pro- you know out of pocket. You know, fifty quid won't touch the sides in a farm drop. I got a few a few bits, and it was sixty quid. Literally, a pineapple, a cinnamon whirl, two eggs, some toothpaste. But they're really lovely eggs. Some some charcoal toothpaste. Anyway, so there we are. The trials and tribulations. How are you, Shirley? You're looking very made up. Well, Shirley, I've just had a casting. And it was all very, very top secret. So the, the only information they could give me is that, and I laugh at the roles I get um, put up for. I never get them, by the way. Can I just make that very clear? I never get them. So it's it was for, because the moment has passed and that probably will never be um, revisited, um, a makeup, uh, uh, yes, a perfume, a perfume counter girl in Abu Dhabi airport. So she's only got a few lines. She's Middle Eastern. Um, but not too Middle Eastern, yeah? So she's not going to be hijabbed up. She's not in a hijab. They are still going to see your beautiful emerald eyes. My emerald eyes. And those huge jagger lips. Huge, huge jagger lips. Thank God for that. Give the people what they want. Absolutely. So there's about three lines of about two words each, but the main action comes when um, the guy I'm speaking to, which we have now decided must be James Bond. Must be James Bond. Must be James Bond comes and I'm, I'm not joking I think it I think it's a bomb film and um, gets jumped by 10 CIA agents and it's my reaction thereafter which she says I actually want it quite big so I did I did big for her because you know this face should have been a gargoyle should have been a gargoyle and she actually said right yeah uh Joe I like what you're doing but that's just a that's a bit too big so maybe if we can pull it back 
Anyway, we did that for about, we just went round and round the mulberry bush. She didn't get her shot. She didn't get her take. And we, um, we parted company. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's the new, it's the new way now. Every it's, other day. I think it's in the bag. Humiliating casting. I think it's in the bag. Do you reckon that one's in I the bag? I reckon it's definitely in the bag. <laughs> those eyes, <laughs> that Middle Eastern accent. But it's, it's amazing. But it's amazing when you see those films and you do see those sort of bit parts that you don't really pay too much heed to. You know, someone in the corner saying two words and they're casting, you know, they're looking at 100 girls. To, to Not see any you. old girls though, Shelley. Not old girls. Only oh, no, f- no. fine fillies. Only fine fillies. Fine, fine fillies. But the amount of work that goes into something oh, like yeah, this from sure. every stage is, is an immense. Um, do you know who's meant to be the next James Bond? Rumour has it. Rumour has Idris it. Alba? No, he's old now. He's tired. He's too tired. Is he tired. too old? The hot mixed race from Bridgerton. The one who plays oh, the Duke. Oh, he is. He's very nice. And by the way, we have to say biracial now. But Sorry, biracial. Is, he is. I can't, you never listen to me when I tell you. Oh, very sorry. Biracial. Um, he is. No, it's just I got told off the other day. It makes me laugh. He's, he seems to have one uh, reaction phase, though. I think yeah, he's hot. Worked. Have you watched the whole thing? I saw the first episode. Oh, just gosh. the first. Yeah. But I don't know that I can... I just thought, why is this any different from Pride and Prejudice? What am I watching here? Just no, no, no. But you can't always... But all you do, you and your willing partner, is you just watch one of everything. You've got to get into at least three. Anyway, I've watched nearly all of them um, because what else is there to watch? And I'm really enjoying the sex scenes. I'm especially enjoying the sex scene that's in the library. I hear it really ramps up. It really ramps up. And also, you know, forget Atonement 20 years ago when Kieran Knightley and old Watts' Scottish face were banging up against the, uh, you know, the bookshelf. This is a very sexy... Considering also they go from zero to hero, there are some really sexy scenes in it. Okay, listen, we, we, we may revisit. We're big fans of Shonda Rhyme. I'm, I'm on the penultimate Fargo and I'm loving it. Okay, fine, fine. So you and I are just on very, very different planets, but that is fine. That's absolutely fine. But he is meant to be the next James Bond anyway, which I think would be a very good choice. I also think Johnny Bailey, who's in Bridgerton, is very good. Yes, I told you that when I, when I saw yeah, the first, I good. said he, I think he's standout actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good. So give that a watch, guys. Give that a watch. <laughs> Oh, here comes another, an email in from uh, my son's nursery. Literally, we get three a day saying there's been another case. There's been another case. Another one bites the dust. Woo! Another one bites the dust. It's just, I mean, that's what it's like at the moment, isn't it? But, you know, it's it's kind of insane that they're still open, to be honest. We're not sending ours. Not to say I, I, I don't judge anyone else for doing it. I wish that mine was there, but he is not. And I, I know that's the right decision, if, you know, to sort of prevent... Uh, COVID coming into the household but you know it's it's a stress it's a strain absolutely no help and the same thing it's it's a it's a killer in this weather trying to amuse you know what happened today I mean go you on know tell what happened them today. I know what happened you tell them so I went out to see a friend and his dog so as I was talking as I was were you talking, did you stop or were you walking we were stopped we were stopped um we were still and I was talking to mm, the friend that's definitely illegal sure well, I was talking, I should have been paying attention to what my son was up to, but he was sort of walking around in sort of wilderness, very, very close by. He takes a fall and this almighty scream, like I've never heard him scream before. Uh, and he sort of went face down. And I, and of course I went all Medea and started going, what, what is it? My son! And starts screaming as my friend then had to run towards him. And I couldn't look at his face because I picked him up and the scream was telling me that some, he'd done something. And I just, 
picked him up and I saw just out the corner of my eye, big swollen eye, his eye. And uh, I looked to my friend to tell me what it was. I go, is it okay? And his face was just horrified as he said, I think it's gonna be fine, honey. I think it's gonna be fine. And then I looked at his face and I just thought, he's lost an eye. He's lost an eye, completely swollen over, eye closed, blood everywhere, just in his eye. And then looked to where he fell. There was a massive stick coming out oh. and he'd fallen on the stick. And I'm not, I'm not saying a stick, it's like growth, like bang. Oh my gosh. Like a, tr- yeah, like a trunk from the growing Yeah, yeah, the but, thin, but thin, like a, a branch mm. just coming yeah, out making, of the... Yeah, you're making me vacant. Uh, and, and straight away, the A&E, let's go. And then we start thinking, oh my gosh, A&E in the times of COVID, what's worse? And I go, and I'm just, and he's, he was just screaming and screaming. So I'm holding him, but I need to move as well. And I'm thinking the car's all the way over there. It's raining I've got his bloody buggy because I thought you know I don't it's because I have to strap him down when you know people are around sometimes he gets a bit anyway in the end we didn't go to we didn't go to A&E we rang actually one of your friend's um mother's he's an eye, the surgeon. eye doctor my surgeon the eye doctor and she had a look at his eye on FaceTime it was always taking a bit of a bash she goes yes he's quite scratched up and bruised on his eyelids but I don't give two hoots about the eyelids I care about the eye uh, can I said I can't really see at the moment she said told me what to look out for and the eye has been opening but also it's been swelling as the day gets on yeah, so he looks like he's just been punched in the cyclops. eye cyclops he looks like a cyclops it's very very sad oh my gosh and the guilt you feel because the truth is I was talking I wasn't looking at him in that moment I was talking and I feel so so guilty and then those moments where things happen is often when you're not looking at them but at the same time you can't look at them 24 hours 7 but when something goes wrong, you think, well, I should have been looking at them 24-7. Anyway, it makes you think. I just keep on shuddering every... I keep yeah, I know, go, but don't. If it was just a millimetre that way, if it was just a millimetre that way, his eye... Listen, kids, apparently, after the age of 18 months, they have accidents three times a year that are really bad. That's on average. So this isn't so bad. But yes, the moral of the story is, don't leave the house. What What was yours? Do you, do you recall a childhood accident? No. For my own. No, don't be so surprised. No, for you. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what happened yesterday, let alone when I was younger. No, but, but but if there was something horrific, you'd remember. Like I only had, I have, I have one memory of one thing. I'm really lucky. But I was when I used to live in Bahrain. <laughs> I lived in Bahrain actually for four years. Um, and we were running around the house playing uh, kiss chase, it, I suppose, uh, kiss chase. And I, um, someone went into the bathroom and I put my hands in the door, you know, where it mm-hmm. closes, closes on the, uh, the non-handle side. And uh, sh- my sh- middle sh- finger sh- just sh- came sh- off and was hanging by, um, as they say in the Middle East, just hanging by the meat. It was hanging by the meat. Listeners, please do stay online. We are going to finish this and story very, very soon. they rushed me to Amy as they were holding it in ice, just half the finger just off. And um, they stuck it together. They did the invisible stitching, but they stuck it. It was it was um, the beginning of all of that. You know, they hadn't tried it before. It was, yeah, I was quite young. And they stuck it together. Now, when you look at my fingers, they're quite, they're, I've been doing arts and crafts, so they're all black at the moment. But they um, it's a different size to this one. It's a different shape and size, but I have it. That's the only incident I recall. Nothing else could have been. I worse. bet your mother was hysterical. Uh, can you imagine? Yeah, and like a Greek chorus. Yes. One woman doing a, a chorus of ten. Listen, it's really difficult. I made chocolate brownies with my son today. I made him. You know, he stood on the step ladder. He was over the stove. It was all going really swimmingly well until the phone went, and then I had to answer it. And it was a work phone call. I had to answer it, and then obviously he put his hand on the on the saucepan and then he started he waited three seconds I thought maybe it's alright and then 
hysteria. So, you know, he didn't call for me. He didn't want to be comforted by me. He wanted to be comforted by his stada. So, you know, it, you know, it was all going so well until then. It's the first time I've let him actually cook with me over the stove and it was going really well. But yes, you take your eye off the prize, Shirley, and you're going to get in trouble. But we mustn't feel guilty. We just mustn't. Us. We'll never sleep again. I've never slept so never deep. Sleep. I've never and slept did... so deep this week. I'm so tired. <laughs> I actually, I actually apologised to him after later today. I said, I'm, I'm really sorry I didn't pick you up when you fell. He goes, you were talking to David. And he said, yes. I said, yes, I was. You didn't pick me up. I said, oh, okay, I did pick you up, but I, I just wasn't there to catch your fall. He goes, yeah, because you were talking. Yeah. I go, oh, wow, he's only two and he, yeah. he blames me. And he tells on me to the window. Yeah, partner. but it's... He tells on Yeah, me. but he should. You two are the two chattiest patties I have ever come across. You're like Hansel and Gretel on cocaine. <laughs> okay, just to be clear, that's me and my friend, not me and my son. Sea shanties are back in. Do you hear about this? So my hu- Yeah, shanty. so my husband's obsessed with sea shanties because it's the only thing that used to sort of soothe and send my uh, son off when we were younger. So he used to play sea shanties when he was first born. But apparently on TikTok, which obviously is a thing that I don't really know about, but you know what I'm talking about. I'm sure most of our listeners will know what TikTok is. Loads of loads of young people have been playing sea shanties. And the two most popular playlists are, I um, can't read my writing now. Oh, yeah. Sea shanties that make you drop your panties. And, um, oh, yes. Sea shanties that you could theoretically fuck to. And apparently they are really, really popular. Um, playlists so, on so Spotify. So why didn't you give us an example of um, a, a sea shanty? We'll rant and we'll roar to the rant and we'll roar to the ladies of Spain for the do not put a sail to all England. We'll rant. Yeah, exactly. So my husband's really into them. I don't mind them so much. I used to, I saw C Six Steve once at the lat- at the latitude when we were performing a long time ago, Shirley, and I quite enjoyed him. But I don't mind it live. But I wouldn't go onto the um, playlist. But anyway, apparently sea shanties have really picked up in this pandemic. That's funny. But I get it. I do sort of get it. I mean, have you been listening to anything particular in the, in these times? Well, not really. Uh, just the Lion King. Okay. What in you heard? Okay, uh, this is something that you would listen to as a sort of family, or just you and your son, or you know. No, me and my son. Do... When am I? That's gonna, what I'm saying. Just put, put, put an ear in my one good ear and just start listening. At what stage in the day am I doing? Okay, that? that's where you and I differ because I make my son listen to music that I want to listen to. When I'm in the bath with him, or when he's in the bath and I'm in the shower, I put on my playlists. Why should we always listen to his turgid shite? No. So I've been listening to things like Massive Attack, Blue Lines, which obviously I haven't listened to for years. But I've been listening to... Yeah, but why should he listen to... Why should I always listen to his stuff? No. Okay, no, you're quite Thank right. You. Because we, we we listen to The Wheels on the Bus on loop. And that's been going on Oof. for some time now, almost a year. And um, Jingle Bells. And we're way past Christmas. And I keep on trying to tell him Christmas is finished now. And he goes, no, yeah, Jingle same. Bells. So that's... Our, and um, but he, the Lion King, I love anyway. I love that. Okay, album. that's very, very and different. The, and the Jungle Book. But you know what I've been putting mm. on when he, he and he really loves it. Just my Cindy Lauper's album, just all the classics. Not the not girls want to have fun. That uh, drives me mad. But all the rest and just love it. it just takes me back to a time. Okay, when so I was there we are. That's good. Uh, that's my dancing. point. I think people are listening to a nostalgic music and be upbeat. You know, eighties classic, eighties, nineties stuff. Mm. I do agree with these shells. <laughs> 
We've been hoovering. I mean, activities we've been doing, making orange juice, puzzles, hoovering. We did lots of hoovering yesterday, which, you know, gets my sort of steps in, as, as if you if you please. And he enjoys following Henry Hoover around the house. And I listen to heavy um, 90s club classics. It's got to be big. It's got to be a big. Yeah, you love that. With brown cocoa skin and curly okay, black hair. You Just hate that look, song. I mean, the gentle loving stare. Family. Oh, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. 90s music isn't really my thing. Um, I'm serious as cancer when I say rhythm is yeah, a dancer. Yeah, listen to that. That is, that is just a classic for me. Um, what did I want to say? On that? Oh, when was the last time you did the hoovering? Me personally? Please. Do you know, she won't let me. I love the hoover. She oh, I had to the me. other day because I tell you what downstairs in the cellar it's so overgrown now because uh, the wooden partner keeps ordering in and all so many bottles are lined on the edge it's our fault you but know, bottles I, of I, what I, sim slip or something um Sip-slim. oh that yes yes well done <laughs> oh, um but also bottles of wine demi bottles of champagne jars demi. of pickles and we we only do a demi we only do a demi Hey, we cracked open a, a bottle of um, champagne, really lovely organic champagne, actually, for New Year's Eve, the whole whole bottle and next it. We did it. We stayed awake past midnight, never. Before I hope you had a headache on New Year's Day. No, because it was organic. Yeah. No sulfites. I was looking for some rice cakes and then dropped some really expensive marmalade and beer and something else. And then, of course, clear the glass and all the jam. It's so cold down there. And then get the hoover. Oh, just like what a pain in the ass. Um, but no, on the whole, you don't uh, do it. I don't hoover. No. No. Nor should you. And can I ask you another question, which is quite random, but I do want to know: Do you, when you do indeed do the cooking, do you wash your chicken before you cook it? You're not supposed to. Wash I your know, chicken. I know, but there's a two different camps. Yes, I know. And I do I wash it. Other... And I do wash it. Okay. But the thing is, that you're only so... going to do you if you're going to wash it. You've got to wash it thoroughly. So I wash it thoroughly. And you have to be really careful of the back um, spill and everything that it doesn't get on any surfaces because uh, contact with um, raw chicken is going to be more harmful to you than not washing your chicken, if that makes sense. So I go straight from the packet into the foil tray, but I do wash it. I do wash it. All the all my Arab family wash their yeah, chicken. Yeah, and the Spanish but when I say do. They it. do. They get the hired help. The, the but, Spanish um, do it, and the Chinese do it. Like my mum's side of the family, they just do it. But you have to do it really well. My mum's family, my mum's half. I've got a lot to answer. My mum's family, half. My mum is half Chinese, half ceremonies. Just <laughs> FYI, um, they they eat a lot of skin, chicken skin. Oh, I love chicken skin. Yeah, but not everyone does. But when you're heating at that uh, temperature. It, it, it kills. I know, but sometimes it's a psychosomatic thing. I go, actually, you know what? Yeah, I really want to wash. No, because I used to. I'm not I'm not against it at all. I used to until I, I read the science behind it. And I go, oh, okay. okay. That's kind of But crazy. that's good. It's sure. good. I just wanted to know. She sheds. Yeah, okay. They're back in. They're a big thing. She sheds what, over this. It's the female equivalent of a man cave. Like your oh, she sheds, yeah, okay. She sheds. It, it, it sounds it sounds like you've got sibilance. No, I get it. So, so somewhere escape. Basically, everyone needs fucking time. But, out, have, but have, well, your willing partner's got a she shed, isn't she? She has. Yeah. But apparently, they're a massive thing, especially during lockdown, and people are spending up to seventy grand on them. You can get them made, and you can get them on like you know, not on the high street, whatever, for six hundred quid. But on the whole, people are spending a lot of money doing them up. Very nice, very pretty. Everyone has them themed, but it's especially for women who want to escape. Yeah, either their families, their partners, both. Um, but yes, it's a really big thing. I was reading about it a couple of weeks ago in the Observer. Um, it's 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 funny because we've not been using well, my wooden partner's not been using her she shed 
um, for a while because because there was no internet there. Oh, but it's a shame. Recently, how I mean, it just goes to show how much she's desperate to get out the house because uh, she's gone in there without internet. It's absolutely freezing. yeah. I can she imagine it's cold. On. And she just says, "No, I like it in there now. I want to. I want to go back into my um, shed. It's lovely just to have that space, just uh, apart from the house, you know." Yeah. No, absolutely. You know, one thing which is very odd with the symptoms that I have. Um, it feels like I've, you know, when you've been underwater, as in imagine being in a swimming pool and doing a handstand. I know we're not nine, but, you know, take yourself back there. And then you come out of the water and you feel like you've got water in your Tickling nose. In the nose. Yeah, yeah, but that, yeah. that's how I feel the entire time. It's weird. Have, have you lost your taste of uh, sense No, of I taste? haven't. Sense of smell? Okay, that's good. No. You're one of the lucky ones, Shells. You're one of the lucky no, ones. No, I have not at all. So, you know. Uh, what's, your, what's your dead duck? Um having covid well obviously yes so sorry yes yeah you can have that sorry um, i've eaten a lot i've wind. eaten a lot of bad food this week which isn't good my son and i've eaten a lot of you know birthday cakes you know it was my father-in-law's 70th at the weekend last weekend and i mm. made a i got someone to make a really lovely bespoke cake in the shape of an airplane because he's a, he likes to fly don't ask and um we ended up making our way through this airplane cake i we did cut we cut the nose off and put it in the freezer which is what my mother told me to do I don't know whether he'll want it years down the line. But anyway, so I've been eating a lot of cake. Defrosted cake. Defrosted COVID cake. Um, And then today we made brownies. So I've eaten a lot of sugar, which actually doesn't make me feel good. But it's an activity, Mm. isn't it? And my son's also eaten a lot of sugar, which he just... Actually, to be honest with you, once he has a slice, he's actually all right after that. He doesn't reach for any more. He's like, I've had my sugar fix. Thank you. It's enough. Ninished, he says. Ninished. He's had enough. So in a way, it's quite good. Oh, how lovely. No, mine will never stop. It will never stop. So yeah, my dead duck is a bad, yeah. Although I have been eating good things for me, but a lot of cake, which isn't good. You, Shelley? A dead duck is definitely one in the yeah, eye. Yeah, one in the my eye. Son. One, one in the eye for him, one in the eye for me. Absolute killer. Winner, winner? Um, winner, winner. Oh, I've got a nice winner, mm. winner. Um, I think my hair's improving. You know, my hair's been falling out in clumps and just really thinning and it's re- been really, really upsetting me. Um, and it gets tangled, it gets everywhere, all over that. It's just, it's just on everything. Um, it's, it's definitely improving. Like I pulled it out today and it was about sort of 10 strands as opposed to just like, oh my gosh, it just keeps coming. And I think it's a combination of the shampoo I've been using, which is completely natural, not parabans. What is a paraban? What is it? Um, none of those and none of the other stuff, really all natural. No gluten, um, no gluten, no, no nachos. No nachos, uh, were involved in the making of my shampoo. And the vitamin biotin, which is the the vitamin for hair for hair loss. Biotin, my shampoo, and my silver turban. Yeah, maybe it's the turban. I really do think that the combination of the three. So I'm really, really happy about that. There's, you know, life after hair loss. Um, do you brush it a lot? I brush it once every other day when I wash yeah, it. Yeah, I'm the same. That's You're not really meant to brush it very much. Anyway, no. Um, great, thanks. How about you? Winner, winner? Uh, no, thanks. Okay. No, right guys thank you thank so you much thank you so much for joining really, us guys um... and you know we are still waiting for those emails those comments any sort of suggestions <laughs> we love them alright then okay guys okay. thank you so much take care now bye you've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson produced by Mabel Productions tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts